The cool part about breathwork is that we can tap into the subconscious mind. And when we are doing that, you know, when we're visualizing, let's say the mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not real. So there's been many times where I've found past traumas that come up in a breathwork session for myself, where I see it again. I feel it again. I first allow myself to fully mourn and grieve any of the unprocessed emotions that are still there in my body. Like there might be some anger, there might be some sadness. And so if I need to cry, I allow myself to cry. And then I get to a point where I ask myself, what did I actually need? And it's like time traveling in a way, like if a time machine could exist, might as well be breath work <laughs> because we can go back to those moments. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart centered guest experts will be sharing through a multi dimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Soul Shine Radio. I'm excited to bring you today's episode, which is called The Power of Breathwork to Transform Your Life with Adrienne Rivera. What's fun about this connection is Adrienne... Well, let me just tell you a little bit more about who she is first, and then I'll tell you the fun synchronistic connection we have. She is the founder of Breath of Gold, which is a global breathwork business that supports people in connecting to the wealth and wisdom that lives within them. She's a best-selling author, the creator of Breath of Gold Oracle Deck, and the founder of the Breath of Gold Journal. Her mission is to empower people to reconnect with their breath, to realize that everything they desire lies within themselves. She trains people to become breathwork certified in the Breath of Gold Facilitator Program, and she's also known for supporting people to grow and launch successful businesses using the tool of breathwork. So what was fun is, I don't know, it was probably a couple of months back, I got a message from her and her team, and Adrian had, I think she had basically put on some sort of virtual retreat or something like that, and there was kind of a questionnaire at the end that said, Hey, if there's anyone that has a similar vibe, a similar resonance in terms of um, some someone else doing similar work, somebody else that has a podcast, um, if you could drop, you know, the name of the the person, the podcast, or where we, you know, I can reach out to connect and collaborate, I'd be much appreciated. I'm obviously paraphrasing. And somebody from my community who had attended Adrian's event said, 
you should connect with Lindsay and be on her podcast, Soul Shine Radio. And she asked to be on the show and she gave me some insights into who she is in the world and how she serves. And I was thoroughly impressed and wanted to bring her on here. And it's also just very humbling um, to know that this podcast launched oh my gosh, almost one year ago, 8-8, so we're getting closer. Just to know how people are responding, how people are sharing it, how it's growing. And actually, a lot of what Adrian and I talk about in the episode is about devotion, commitment, consistency, structure, and just like what, like how to dance and navigate between all of those tools and modalities and... um. Yeah, just to like support us in navigating life and the structure of the podcast and the consistency of showing up week after week, right? It's 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 proving that it's working, right? My heart's in it. I'm committed. My will is there. I have this vision of how this gets to support humanity and it's continuing to grow. So I know like, let's see. Last episode, oh my gosh, it was so funny. I got a a text from my friend like thanking me for being so raw and honest about where I was at last episode. And I'm still like, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm back in Florida for the next six weeks. And then we officially formally move to Black Mountain. We have a rental that starts August 1st. And funny that I launched my podcast the first week of August last year. And now I'm going through this big transformation again. I've got some like sinus action going on, I think, because I was in like Florida weather. Then we went up to visit Chad's brother um, in the suburbs of Philly. And they had those fires that were happening up in the Northeast. (laughs) So there was that going on. There's like just different weather, pollen, trees. Then I was in North Carolina and I think just like traveling and being on the road, it's like moving through my body. And so just honoring where I'm at, honoring the energy, honoring the capacity. And, you know, a lot of what Adrienne and I talk about in this episode is, is again, like, the the time to be more inward and intuitive and with self versus the time to like really be on and maybe outsource more or bring in more support or like start something new. And I'm in a season right now where I'm like taking things off my plate, right? Where I'm in a season where I'm moving and there's a lot of transition happening And I know this has been like the constant theme, but I want people to recognize, like, I know that this is only temporary. Like I look at what I've created in the, oh my gosh, has it been? I think it's been almost seven years as an entrepreneur. I think about four years I've been, I think I left corporate four years ago. It's really hard. Does anybody else have like no concept of time (laughs) when it comes to like, I feel like 2020 hit and now I'm like, wait, was that two years ago or was that four years ago? So I think I left corporate about four years ago and, you know, I just look at what I've created and what I've moved through and the transformation and, and like, it's okay to be in a season. Like it's okay to, to be in a season of, taking things off your plate and leveraging 
the systems that I've put in place for my business, the passive, you know, income and, and revenue that I have in my business. And, and I just, I sometimes notice like there's that part of me that like wants to keep growing and wants to keep going. And that's the program, right? Because that's not human. <laughs> that's, that's being a machine. And so honoring the, the sacred pause, honoring the contraction that then leads to the next expansion and trusting in that in like deep, 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 deep trust. Um, and there's a lot of transitions that are happening in my life and I cannot wait to share them soon. I'll probably be sharing a lot in August. So many exciting things happening for my honey and I, and oh, it's just feeling so, 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 so good. But I also want to share, like, even though I'm in a pause, like over the course of the last several months, I've been and I think I shared this a couple episodes ago, like I've been, you know, launching, I'm actually launching a new program called Rebirth, a nine month program that was really birthed from, you know, many of my private clients coming to me and saying like, this is what I want. Do you offer this? And starting to just offer it one-on-one and then expanding it and and kind of integrating what I love and what I notice my clients love and notice noticing what works and, and developing that. And so it's like I'm still moving forward, but my mind sometimes wants to say that it's like not quick enough or it's not enough or or whatever it is. And so there's that constant dance of like tuning in and like getting present with myself and really being in celebration and really being in, in, in a deep honoring of of the stillness and the slowing down. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I kind of want to keep this one short and sweet. It was a really beautiful conversation. Um Adrian's hosting a, a virtual Breath of Gold festival that's coming up. She invited me to, to collaborate with her. And this is the beauty of, of connecting and collaborating in this way. And I can't wait to share more about that. But definitely check out the show notes for all the ways to connect with her. She's got a free Sunday breathwork class. You can check out the Breath of Gold website. And of course, she's on Instagram as well. And I just love her energy, just like a purity very, very like buoyant, fun, fiery, um, spring-like energy, which is very similar to my energy. And it's always fun to just be in the presence of someone where you're like, oh, it just feels like sunshine. <laughs> because I know people say that that's how they feel when I'm around them as well. And it's just, it's just fun to, to be in the presence of like a dreamer, um, someone who can actualize their dreams and just like have fun doing it. And I love, you know, I love going deep. And I also love keeping it light and having fun in the process. And I think that is a lot of the medicine of what Adrian brings. So thank you for loving me through this massive transition and loving me and my humanness. And um, yeah, there's times where like, I really have wanted to hide and be like, I literally can't, like, I don't want to do this thing right now. Um, And that's a very like normal thing, you know, like there's times where my energy is depleted and, and instead what I do is I like go inward and I'm like, okay, what do I need? What do I need? And I give it to myself. And then next thing, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to like record this podcast episode. Right. It's like, that's all it is. It's like the deep listening of what your body temple is asking of you, giving it to yourself and then noticing the capacity that opens up to continue to show up for the things that you love and for the people that you love. And, and that's what I am like in a deep practice of right now, because I feel like I'm being stretched more and more and more into that. And I'm 
totally here for it, as you know, totally here for it. So reach out if you, yeah, just reach out, reach out. Like, I love hearing from you, especially when I'm like really in it and I'm like, I don't want to be fucking recording this podcast today and get like, it's like, that's actually when I get the most feedback from you of the like rawness and humanness of (laughs) thank you for being you. I love you in your fullness and wholeness. And it just really affirms that this is what humanity is craving more than ever. Like that we are human and we're dynamic and our emotions shift and our seasons shift and continuing to show up and not hide when we're in those seasons feels really, really palpable and it feels feels necessary right now. So thanks for sharing the love. Thanks for seeing me, witnessing me, honoring me. And I can't wait to see what opens up for you with this episode with Adrian. All right. Much love, fam. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to Soul Shine Radio. I have the lovely Adrian Rivera here. Would you like to say hello to our beloved community for a moment? Yes. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. All right. So I have Adrian here and she is a spiritual business coach, a breathwork facilitator and the founder of Breath of Gold. So we're going to get into all of that. And really what she supports her community with is up leveling in all areas by increasing their clarity, self-connection and creativity through breathwork. So let's dive in. Would you like to let people know who you be in the world? Yes, I'm Adrienne Rivera. I'm the founder of Breath of Gold. And I'll share a little bit about my story because I feel like all good things in life, they find us rather than us looking for them. I love <laughs> so it. It's crazy that I found Breathwork because really Breathwork found me. <laughs> I found it about five years ago when I was living in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And at the time, I didn't know I needed it. I had no idea what Breathwork was. And I stumbled upon this workshop called Spirit Fest. And nowhere on that flyer did it say Breathwork. And when I went, it was all breath work. (laughs) And that was a moment where it was like a pivot point for me. Like, you know, when you have those moments in life where you're like, if you didn't go to that one thing, your life would be on a completely different path. Like that was one of the moments. Yeah. So I took the breath work class and I felt so much euphoria, so much pleasure. I was filled from head to toe in my body with just like so much like exhale, love, euphoria. I could have been there for days breathing. (laughs) I'm like, wait, we're done. Can I just stay here? This is amazing. And it was really life-changing for me because at the time, right before I was just coming out of six years of binge eating, turning to food for comfort. I was turning to shopping and relationships to try to fill a void as well. And in that very first session, I was like, whoa, everything I've been looking for this entire time has been within me. And this is so cool. And I went from, you know, being all amazed, like, you know, a newborn baby is born and they don't look at the mom. They're like, just look at the world. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) My mom told me, yeah, you didn't look at me. You were just like looking at the world. You were just so curious about everything else. And because of that, I wasn't curious about myself. I felt like I always needed to be doing something, being with someone else, learning something. And that was a shift moment where I'm like, oh, I can just be with myself. Oh, wait, I kind of want to like date myself and get to know myself in a deeper way with that same curiosity that I had for the world. So I was immediately hooked and I 
took as much breath work as I could find in my local area. I stumbled upon a breathwork retreat, which was also one of those life-changing moments that shifted everything. Um, at the time I had this pain in my stomach where it felt like my stomach was completely upside down and it felt like a knot. Like if you can imagine all of your intestines just like knotted and condensed and it felt like I knew that it was fear. And so I went to that retreat with the intention of releasing fear. I didn't know that it would be possible to also release that sensation in my abdomen. Uh, but when I went to the retreat, we did this thing called a water healing ceremony where we had everyone in the river, you know, placing our hand, their hands on our bodies. And so when it was my turn, the very last hand to come onto my body was on my abdomen, my belly, that place where I held so much fear and I felt it literally leave and like go up into the cosmos. I started hyperventilating. My belly started pumping. I felt like it was always so hard to breathe into that area. And it was a huge somatic release. That was like my first ever, whoa, we're not even doing breathwork moment where the somatic release just happened. And it was so cool. And then we did breathwork afterwards and I got the clarity and remembered that my mom shared with me a story where she was holding me um, as a baby. I was less than one years old. My sister was crying downstairs. She thought it was, you know, an emergency runs down the stairs, drops me. And I broke my leg and I had this light bulb moment where I was like, Oh, all of that fear most likely came during my developmental years when I went from being held and loved. And then one moment later dropped with a broken leg and feeling like there was this disconnect and like, couldn't really trust the world or that, you know, I could be loved one moment, but that's temporary. So I realized I'm like, Oh, well, I'm fine. You know, my leg healed just great. I'm still able to run. I'm still good, you know, and just felt like I was able to let all of that go with that clarity. So Breathwork has changed my life so much, which is why I'm so passionate about it. And it continues to bring so much clarity for me and for my clients and for my clients' clients. So that I'm coming today with a lot of passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like so many places I could go with what you just shared. Um, you know, I think what's first really fun about this is the the somatic experience or like the visceral feeling when we have those moments where we we are changed forever and we feel it and 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 what i believe is that it is this direct connection with source consciousness whatever we want to call that higher intelligence right it's like oh my gosh i am a fractal of the divine like holy cow i do have access and we begin we begin to feel again and then we start to feel the spaciousness, right? We start to notice the subtleties within our body, right? That's where the clarity comes in. And I had the same experience as you, right? Like we suffer, we realize there's things from usually zero to seven that are divinely curated for our initiated initiatic path and, and our path of evolution for us to come back in that remembrance, right? It's like, oh, this happened. And what I love hearing from you, and I feel that you and I are similar in this way, is that there's not a victim like consciousness. There's not like, like a lot of times when we know that something happened in our childhood, we tend to keep like repeating the patterns, right? We tend to keep being like this thing happened. Therefore, this is why I am limited. And what I'm hearing from you is you were like, oh, this is why. And like, 
that's not my story anymore. And here's what I'm doing with that information. So I'd love for you to speak to that because a lot of this community knows that I'm a fierce mentor in that way. And yes, there's things that happen and we all have our individuated experiences of pain and suffering, but to not stay in that space of like, this happened, therefore I can no longer do this, or I'm going to be stuck in this pattern. So Mm. let's, let's see, like, if you've got a little bit of wisdom there as to how you were able to move through it in that way, from this place of fun and excitement and, and gleaning that wisdom from that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, from that retreat, I was so amazed that my body could even like breathe itself. And, uh, you know, fun fact about, Holotropic breathwork. There's a really great book um, called Holotropic Breathwork by Stan Zofgraf. And in that book, he talks about how sometimes, well, it could actually be damaging for people that, you know, let's say they are hyperventilating and they're having an emotional release and people say, oh, you know, breathe into a, you know, a a bag, you know, let's just end it really quick because they're kind of afraid of it. But he shares that there's so much healing power in the body that the body really knows what to do. And if we just give it the spaciousness to like run its course, it will do its thing. And I really trust that. And I believe that. And I'm so grateful that the retreat people, you know, 17 people with their hands on me weren't freaking out that I was hyperventilating in this river, but they were like, okay, we're just going to be here. We're going to be present. We're going to be present for this moment. And so for that story of seeing where the root cause came from, I kind of had this thought of like, oh, like that's no big deal. It's just the small thing. It makes sense. And the awareness was what was able to let me see, oh, this is no longer the story that needs to be run in my subconscious and tying it into breath work. The cool part about breath work is that we can tap into the subconscious mind. And when we are doing that, you know, when we're visualizing, let's say the mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not real. So there's been many times where I've found past traumas that come up in a breathwork session for myself, where I see it again, I feel it again. I first allow myself to fully mourn and grieve any of the unprocessed emotions that are still there in my body. Like there might be some anger, there might be some sadness. And so if I need to cry, I allow myself to cry. And then I get to a point where I ask myself, what did I actually need? And it's like time traveling in a way, like if a time machine could exist, might as well be breath work <laughs> because we can go back to those moments. And there's definitely been times, um, you know, right now I'm so grateful to have the most loving, supportive husband in the world. And many of the times when I ask myself, what did I need? It's simply a hug. Who did I need a hug from? My husband. He didn't exist. I'll add him in there. <laughs> I create my reality and my mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not real. And in breath work, it feels very real. Oftentimes when we're deep in it, we have visualizations and messages and so much comes through. And the visceral feeling that we get when we, in our mind, allow ourselves to see and feel what we needed in the past and kind of like, it's almost like editing the past. And of course I know in my head, oh yeah, he wasn't actually there, but there's this release that happens in my body when I add that into my breathwork practice that allows me to rewrite that story. Cause it's like finishing where it's like, okay, I got the love. I got the support. I'm good. So that's a really beautiful practice that I feel like anyone listening that, you know, practices breathwork, you could totally do. I sometimes incorporate that with my one-on-one clients. If they share with me during a session that something is coming up, you know, we'll go there. 
and I'll ask them to see what they needed and to add that in. And it's incredibly healing. Totally. And it's like reparenting. And this is what's so fun. And you and I, well, first of all, we have very similar energies, which is fun. So we didn't really know each other prior to this. I think somebody else connected. You connected us. You had reached out to me through another sister connection, another collaborative connection. But this is what's so powerful is we essentially teach the same thing through different modalities, right? And it's, it's, all serves. Like there's so many tools available to us on this beautiful planet. And I've had so many psychedelic experiences and breathwork journeys myself to the point where it's mind blowing that there's that point where, right, because I feel like we come into this world feeling separate and feeling disconnected from source, right? We will, we come into this world connected and then we are modeled (laughs) right? We are separate. This is black. This is white. This is right. This is wrong. This is good. This is bad. And there's just so much dogma in most of the institution, right? That it's like, you need this external thing in order to feel whole. You need this external thing in order to feel in general. And what I love what you're experiencing and what you're sharing, right? Is it's like you healed yourself through breath work, through basically reparenting yourself, but it's all love, right? It's all coming from ourselves as that fractal of the divine, right? So it's not like your husband hugging you is actually the medicine, right? Of course, I have a supportive husband too. It's more like a bonus. It's more like an add-on. But in that experiencing, you're playing in the quantum, you're playing in like what feels good, what feels nice, who's supportive. But ultimately, you're doing the work to heal. And you know, like nobody can take love away from any of us. And I had a similar experience. I almost drowned when I was two. And that was my story is like, love can be taken from me, right? Love is fleeting. Like support is fleeting. Nourishment is fleeting, right? The love of a parent who is God in our eyes when we're a child is fleeting. And so I feel like you and I had very similar journeys of like, oh, wow, love is fleeting. Like people can hurt us. People can take things away from us. And I love that you're sharing like, we can play and this gets to be gentle and it gets to be light. And we get to just feel into almost like the creation of life in terms of how we get to transform. So I don't know if there's anything that you want to kind of add to that where, I don't know, it just feels really important to just remind the the collective, like to be in love is to be surrounded by the essence of love and it doesn't come or go. It's always available to us, but we have these experiences that lead us to believe that it's something that can be taken away. So I don't know if you have any wisdom that you want to share there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I just love that you're talking about how it can be like fun and playful and different. And I think it's important to note that it can look different every single time and for every single person. Like there is no one stop shop recipe that you can really do to, you know, necessarily, you know, support someone in breathwork, which is why I'm passionate about leading my breathwork certification. It's like, you know, if someone cries, there's not just a one 
one thing. There's like so many elements, you know, it's the intuition, it's asking loving questions. It's like you're saying, being love. If we are surrounded by love and we are love, then chances are things are going in the right direction. And what you shared reminds me of just, you know, like the love and joy and the fun part reminds me of a client who came to our breathwork class. And um, he's a firefighter. He came in person. He has tried many psychedelics and has tried to break down, in his words, his heart walls. He felt like he just was taught to be so numb because he sees a lot of dark things all the time. And he, you know, has to shield himself and protect himself. So hadn't cried, you know, tried psychedelics, tried to have this release of feeling his heart more deeply. And that breathwork session, he was able to like cry the first time in five years, um, allowed himself to see and process these scenes from his job and being out, you know, at people's houses and just feeling all the emotions that were unfelt, but still somatically floating in his body. And then um, what was beautiful about it was that, you know, then it starts to go to his dad who died like five years ago. He never processed his dad's grief, then was crying for his dad. And then all of a sudden, everyone around, you know, this is a fun thing that I do sometimes when I leave breath work. If one person starts laughing, I know the power, the somatic power of laughter. And so one person started laughing. I'm like, okay, everyone's going to laugh. And so I guided everyone in this group laughter. And it just is this popcorn of love and fun where one person is laughing and then the other person starts laughing. And then that person is laughing at the hilarious sound of this other person's laughter. And it's just so fun. And that lasts for about a minute or so. And afterwards he shared, you know, he's like, I was crying and I was thinking about my dad's death. And then, and then everyone was laughing. And then I, I started laughing and I felt this release even more. And I was able to appreciate my dad and like the humorous moments that we shared. And, you know, I had this, this uh, message come from the laughter at that timing that death is part of life. And that things don't need to be so serious. And that laughter came in at the perfect time for him because he was just like, you know, everything's good. My dad loves me. I've released for him. I love him. And, you know, just found so much closure and resolution for that. So that's kind of what it made me think of. And I love how different it can be, you know, especially in-person group sessions. One person influences the other. And it's kind of like the web of life. Um, I mentioned if I didn't go to that workshop, my life would be different. And so we always in life have these opportunities to say yes to something. And sometimes there's a little bit of fear there. It's like, is it worth it? What am I going to get? But I do believe that these experiences influence our experience, just like the people in our life do. It's really a web of oneness and it pulls us into different directions to have life experiences. And I feel like we are all like sculpt, uh, like, um, what are they called? Sculptures. Yes. <laughs> and we are being sculpted by experiences that we choose. So it's like, do I want to, you know, go on a vacation to Bali? Do I want that experience to change me and shape me? Does that feel aligned? Does that not? So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, that segues into my next thought and topic because, I've dabbled in plant medicine. I've dabbled in breath work. Like I just, I love to experiment. But I don't really, there's not really one thing that I feel like, well, first of all, I, I now realize I don't need anything. Like all that I need is myself. And that's why breath work is so powerful. Um, but 
I love you talking about travel, right? Like I, we just went to Egypt last year. I'm hosting a retreat in Egypt at the end of 2024 during the eclipse portal, right? Like I love to be in circle. I love to travel. I love to have these big experiences, but what I found is actually the most activating and this quickening of evolution and healing and transformation is what we do in the confines of, in our own home, what we do in the everyday, right? So what I love that you shared about this firefighter is like, he didn't know what he didn't know, right? Like you cultivated a, a container in this group setting, right? Where that allowed for the spaciousness of people to have their own individuated experiences. Yet you brought in the group dynamic and you brought in, right? The structure that helps us when we feel so disconnected. And then what starts to happen is, right? It just becomes easier. We begin to be more sentient. We begin to open up. We begin to feel feel inside what we need. And I would love for you to talk about the importance of it, right? Because I still have group and private clients, right? I still do in-person work and virtual work and it's necessary. Yet what we do in the simplicity of the everyday for my, personally for me has actually been the most like catapulting in terms of how quick I've been able to, to grow on this spiritual path and human experience. So maybe if you can even give some like quick tips or share your own experience, if that relates and, and you mm -hmm. feel a resonance with that and just how people can maybe bring it into the everyday, if they don't always have the ability to go somewhere and go to a big retreat or do something online. Mm hmm. Yes, I love that. And I totally agree with you. Like the change can come from big experiences where we take ourselves out of our comfort zone. But oftentimes it is in a daily practice or how we treat ourselves that really makes the biggest shift. It's and like the both and right. And I love this because some of the biggest breathwork sessions that I've had have been in my bedroom, uh, <laughs> one one room down from where I am right now. So, um, you know, a lot of the transformation can happen here. I have a friend who basically took like six months off and had so many spiritual powers, like come in and just like, wow, in her own home, like didn't have to travel, didn't have to do anything. So I love this conversation of both and so that people listening know that yes, travel can be powerful, but we don't need that. Yes. Plant medicine can be powerful, but we don't need that. It's like a yes. And conversation yeah. of that. We have everything available. Love is all around us. So when you were talking about the importance of a daily practice, what feels like it's totally coming through is that your daily routine and how you show up in life is what creates your foundation of your values and who you are and the type of person that you are. So the words that I heard intuitively when you were sharing that were consistency and commitment. It's like, what are we committed to being? So for me, myself, uh, my two favorite practices beyond just weekly uh, circular connected breath work are running in the morning and then also journaling in the morning. So that allows me to just get really clear on, you know, brain dumping, anything that's present for me. I did a program many times. <laughs> I still do it called the artist way by Julia Cameron. It's an amazing book and it's a full morning pages, baby <laughs> morning pages. Yes. So that is exactly what I believe in so much. That whole program was what um, inspired me to create the breath of gold journal. And, you know, there's benefits to journal prompts, but also to just that free form of like not having any rules and just knowing that you're going to show up to the pages. So that has taught me so much about myself. The more breath work that I do, the more 
in tune I am about where things and patterns are coming from and why. And I, you know, sometimes if I need a journal and it's not even in the morning, you know, I'll, I'll turn to the journal. This happened last week. We went to a barbecue and I realized that there was a, an interaction that left me feeling a certain type of way. I'm like, I think there's something underneath this. I'm like, hold on there. And that's my husband. I'm like, I'm going to go journal and figure this out. I'm like, okay. And then I like told him the book. I'm like, this is what I figured out. And this is where it came from. And this is how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. This is what I released. And it was all just from uh, journaling. So journaling is huge because it reveals to us what might be in the subconscious. And Julia Cameron, I remember in the artist way, she talks about how, the first page and a half out of your daily morning, three pages is like brain dumping, getting anything from the conscious mind onto paper, which for me is usually like, don't forget to call this person, show up for that podcast interview. <laughs> don't forget the groceries, you know, all of that stuff. And then the second half is really interesting. It's where the subconscious comes out and comes to the surface. And we're able to be like, oh, I didn't know I was feeling that. And her instructions are, write three pages, first thing in the morning, keep the pen flowing. If you don't know what to write, write, I don't know what to write. If you don't know what you're feeling, write, I don't know how I'm feeling. And usually that very next sentence reveals it. Just a little bit of prompting and you get really clear on what you're feeling. So journaling has been a huge practice for me. I also mentioned running in the morning. I'm a huge believer in running, especially running outside. I feel like it's important to have daily time in nature and also a somatic practice that moves our body. A lot of people ask me, you know, Adrian, how do you have so much energy? Well, it's partially because I run (laughs) and also partially because it's who I am. And so Mm -hmm. it is like charging my battery. It makes me feel really good. And in my body, I feel that if I were to neglect my health, that would impact how I felt and impact the quality of work that I could do in the world. And so by me taking care of myself and filling my cup up first thing in the morning, that really helps. And yeah, it just really instills consistency and commitment, you know, having some sort of practice that we do every day. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, it's so funny because this is where I want to get like super candid because for me, consistency, like that word actually kills my creativity. Like I use the word commitment because that allows me to show up every day. But consistency, like in my old programming was like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. Like Virgo, I got, I got a lot, I got a lot of uh, Virgo in my chart and just like perfectionism and like oh, if I didn't do my morning pages, then I made myself wrong. And so the importance of consistency is is important at first to start something new, right? Like we've got to be committed, we've got to be devoted and we've got to show up. And over time, like I hate running now. I used to run when I was younger. I absolutely hate it. I move my body outside though, every single day. Sometimes it's first thing in the morning. Sometimes it's a little bit later. There's just a lot more fluidity in how I show up. That's what works for me. And so what I always feel really called to share with people is like, When you're starting something new, just like with the firefighter, it's like we need this container of like, oh, the morning pages, the artist way. I also have that book. Sometimes when I feel overwhelmed, I now know the type of overwhelm that's in the mind versus in the body, for example. Like if there's overwhelm of the mind, I do my morning pages, but it's not every single time. Sometimes I will journal to release and have that experience. Sometimes it'll be through the body. Sometimes it'll be through a workout. Sometimes it'll be just through 
holding myself and just like being with my little girl who's has a wound that's emerged. And that comes through practice. And so when you hear Adrian and I, right, sharing things, like I always want to really ground in, like, don't do all the things. Like Adrian has all of these different ways to work with her. Like, don't sign up for every little thing. Don't do all of these things that are going to start to overwhelm you. Just feel like, wow, okay, the next time I'm overwhelmed, I'm going to try this. The next time in the morning that I that I feel like I want to grab my phone, let me grab a journal instead and then see how I feel after. So 7 billion people on the planet. Some of us are meant to run. (laughs) Some of us are meant to do more yoga. Some of us are meant to do a little bit in between. Some of us are meant to journal every day. Some of us are meant to do breath work every day. It just depends. So consistency is important to start and you do have to have the will, right? You've got to have that, like the will formulates the devoted commitment. And then, yeah, like I've done all that stuff. Like, right. I've been like, I'm not touching my phone. I'm putting it in the room. I'm putting it on airplane mode. Like, and it, it's hard at first, right? Cause we're disrupting the circuitry of how we usually show up. So that's just my, like, you get to do it your way. And you also get to try. This is why I bring people on the podcast from various walks of life, right? We, you and I have similar stories. We teach similar things through different modalities. We have similar energy, yet there's going to be some minute differences. And I want people to have their own sovereign choices of like, let me just try. And if I fuck up and if I fail, and if I make it to one page instead of three, that's totally okay. So I would love your thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, I love this. And I can totally relate to when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I started out as a fitness coach and I came from a background of waking up and swimming at 4am before high school and everything was like, go, go, go in high school. I was more stressed than I am now as an entrepreneur. I'm like, wow, I was doing way too much. And, um, you know, it was funny because at the time when I was swimming, I was so busy that I was like, I don't even know if I like swimming. Am I just doing this to like, I don't know, please my coach, which yes, <laughs> there was a, there was a whole, you know, thing around worthiness and all of that, that I got to look through. Turns out I still like swimming. <laughs> I don't do it every day. Like I used to, but I found that running feels more practical right yeah. now. And so I love this permission to flow. And so when I started fitness coaching, um, it was incredible. And you know, women got amazing results. That's actually what inspired me to add in breath work. And, um, you know, it was supporting women and like getting to the root cause of their eating disorders and all this amazing stuff. But with the rigidity of fitness, I got to a point where I was like, man, I've always been training for a race. And I kind of just want to be intuitive. I kind of just want to wake up and see how my body feels like moving. And that's the phase of life that I was in. So that lasted for maybe like eight months or so where I was just kind of flowy with it. And then about, you know, a few years passed where I would just go to the gym every day and go to classes. So things have evolved. And then it wasn't until about eight months ago that I hired a running coach. And um, I did so because I realized that I was, you know, listening to podcasts while I was running, my runs turned into walks. I'm like, huh, I'm doing a lot, but I'm not really getting uh, like, progress on either one. I'm not really absorbing what I'm learning through these podcasts and I'm not really 
feeling like I got a workout that makes me feel good about myself from running. So I realized I needed a little bit more of that external accountability. And now I've been doing races and being super consistent. And that mm-hmm. has helped me a lot. So I definitely resonate with being in the phase of life where it's just like intuitive and other times where it's like having a little bit more of that yeah. consistency. And what I can definitely share is that when we can cultivate practices in our home life that we can take with us on the road, that can be incredibly grounding. Um, even this past, uh, you know, holiday for Christmas, we went to my husband's house and it can be, you know, triggering for anyone to be at, you know, your parents' house. Right. And so I brought some of our tools. We have a, like what we would call it a sanctuary, um, that we light the candles around the room every night and just be with each other in ceremony. And so I brought the candles, I brought some matches. I brought this essential oil spray. I brought my running shoes. I brought my journal that way in a, on a, in an unfamiliar place or a newer environment or my non-typical environment, I was able to have these consistent practices that allowed me time to release. I even brought Epsom salt so I could take an Epsom salt bath when I was like, I'm feeling a lot being around family. And so just releasing that. So I think that that's part of the beauty of having consistent consistency with certain habits that help us. But then also, like you're saying, weaving in more of that intuition of like, what do I need right now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's so fun is like, maybe your soul is like, I want to compete. Like, I don't want to listen to podcasts. I want to compete. I want to do this. I want to train for something. Right. And it's like in that you started to feel in that moment of like, why am I like, wait, it's, it's like how we're modeled the multitasking, right? It's like, we're going to do 200 things at once. And then it's like, to me, I would rather, I would rather give a hundred percent of something like even it's right. It's like, okay, today I am at, I feel pretty good. I'm like, I'll say I'm at like 85%, but it's like, can I give a hundred percent of my 85% today? And I feel like that's what intuitively you were getting. Like, I don't want to spread this thin. Like I actually want to commit to this. This is something that I love. This is something that brings me joy. This is something that inspires me and lights me up. So I want to, right. Bring in mentors. So this is it, right? It's like connecting internally first. Like what is it that Adrian's heart of hearts wanted to run? And she wanted to do it and she wanted to get better at it. And she wanted to like, you know, compete and to be around other people and network and all the things. What did you do? You you started to outsource, right? You started to hire people. You started to sign up for different races. And so this is the key, right? It's like, that's not my jam. It used to be. Maybe eventually it'll be my jam again. But for now, that's not my jam, right? Like there, I'm more in, it's actually funny. I'm like, I don't want to compete at anything right now, but I, I'm so inspired by people that do, right? Because I can feel people's hearts. I can feel what people are inspired by. So let this be a reminder to you all, the spaciousness, like coming back full circle, right? The breath work is a tool that creates the spaciousness to begin to feel again so that you can discern what is right for your journey because nobody knows what that's going to look like, but you, right? So Adrian, however, right? I I call it like aloning together (laughs) when we're first on our awakening journey, when we're first, like, I don't freaking know how to feel like, I don't even know what I want, right? I'm sure you get that a lot. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what I want to do for, for work. I'm feeling burned down. I'm feeling tired. We alone together. Like nobody can do the work for you yet. 
Adrian and I have been at this for a while, right? Like we have been doing the deep work and we are inspired through our own healing and through starting to feel and receive and bear witness to the healing of others around us through us sharing our experiences that you get to then say, be like, yes, this feels resonant. Like I want this. So if this conversation is landing with you and you want to learn a little bit more about Adrian, would you love to, I would love for you to share where you're at on social media. I know you've got a couple of a little free offerings and you've got your breathwork certification. So just let people know how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, of course. Feel free to send me a voice note on Instagram. I love hearing people's voices and connecting personally. So you can reach out at Adrian Rivera Coaching. And we also have at Breath of Gold, which is our breathwork certification uh, platform on Instagram as well. And so, yeah, if you're curious about the breathwork certification, that is for you know anyone that's wanting to go deeper on their own healing practice. Um, ideally, you've experienced breathwork, you know the power of it. You're wanting to learn every style of breathwork and go really deep and have a holistic approach and be learned, you know, be taught how to lead in a trauma-informed way. We teach the neuroscience of breathwork. We've brought in doctors and lawyers and therapists and paramedics to really round out this certification with a lot of different perspectives. So if you're curious about that, you can go to breathofgold.com and apply there. And if you are wanting to experience breathwork, maybe you have had a little bit of breathwork before um, and you're curious about more styles of breathwork. Uh, I lead every single Sunday, a Sunday breathwork class that is um, featured in a membership. However, the first one you come to is free. So that is breathofgold.com slash Sunday dash breathwork. Again, breathofgold.com slash Sunday dash breathwork. And you can sign up and join me live for any Sunday breathwork and it's going to be life-changing. Um, yeah, no, I've seen people get to the root cause of an eating disorder in one session. Uh, you heard the firefighter story. Um, a recent client, Jess, who actually completed the certification, she no longer has to be on her anxiety medication after three months of finding breath work and no longer has weekly panic attacks. So whatever you're looking for, I really feel like breath work is a tool to either receive something new, the new clarity that lives in you or release old stagnant emotions. And yeah, I'd be curious to meet you and have you there. And I'll make sure to put everything in the show notes. And it's funny because I don't know how old you are, Adrian, but one of the things that I get all the time is like how much younger people say that I look now, right? Since I've been leveraging these healing modalities and I haven't been, I haven't used medication in, oh my gosh, probably over seven years, maybe eight years now. And of course, like, right, if there are catastrophic things, like I am absolutely a proponent of Western medicine, but for anything chronic, it's usually, that's usually a Band-Aid fix, right? It's usually there's a symptom and underneath so there's some sort of wound that is asking to be revealed. So at first, right, it's like, you ha you were coping with com compulsions of, of eating and, and overeating and overindulging and spending, right? We all have our story of like where we go to hide, where we go to avoid, where we go to numb. And it's fun because at first you're like, oh my gosh, I feel better. And then you start to be like, oh my gosh, I'm looking younger. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling younger. Oh my gosh, I have more energy. And this is why I believe you and I are so passionate because it feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really good to be alive. Do we have our moments? 
I'm sure. Of course, right? We all have our moments and that's how we grow is through pain, right? We grow through things in our life that pop up that test us so that we can evolve. And so if you're listening to this, you don't get to see Adrian's beautiful face, but this will be on YouTube as well. And, you know, there's just a radiance because people start to feel your aura. People start to feel your essence. People start to receive the purity of you versus the masks that we're wearing. And so thank you for the sacred work. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for your excitement. I mean, there's so many beautiful offerings that you have online. I was like, wow, I'm really impressed here. I want to keep digging and exploring and let Adrian be a testament to that, right? Like there's more capacity when we begin to meet and feel and heal and just continue to say, yes, there's more that we get to, to claim in the form of service work in the world. Mm-hmm. So any but, final thoughts for our community? Oh, well, I would love to pull a card from the Breath of Gold Oracle deck. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> it's so fun. Anyone on YouTube can see the deck here. It's beautiful. <gasps> Manifested the perfect artist for this. Love it. See what message you guys get to oh. be with. Oh, this is so funny because this is exactly what I was talking about. Breathe in structure. <laughs> Breathe in structure. Ooh, okay. Tell me more. Yes. All right. So this is card number 65. Breathe in structure. The masculine structure of balance is essential to fully unleashing your divine feminine creative flow. Structure is like the riverbank that allows water to flow. It gives you direction and focus. The momentum will increase when you embrace structure. Where have you been resisting or avoiding structure? The invitation here is to see how creating your own riverbank could benefit your goals and desires. Structure gives you the support to trust. It's safe to trust the process of creating structure. Now is the time to create structure and habits to support you in all areas. I love it. Yeah. And you know, what's so fun about this is we keep hearing, right? Like the rise of the feminine, the rise of the feminine, the rise of the feminine. And the feminine has always been here. It's what I believe is the unhealed masculine, right? That is asking to be healed. And so, right, once we heal that, we then have that masculine chalice that then the feminine life force that's already within us gets to fill. And so this is the key, right? Like structure is important. Because if not, like I think of a cell, the external part of the cell is the masculine chalice. The internal is the feminine flow, right? If we don't have the structure, what happens? The cell dies because there's nothing to hold it and vice versa. If we have the structure, but we don't have the inner workings of the cell, the cell dies because there's no life force in it. So this is what clearly is being asked for us to all explore right now is the dance between that wholeness, which is the feminine and masculine poles that reside within each and every one of us. And to just play a little bit for some of you, it may require having that outside running coach. For some of you, it might mean like clearing your calendar and just like getting back to baseline and figuring out what is it that I want, right? Like when you were swimming, It's like, do I even like this thing? So the invitation is to keep asking and to keep exploring, like, 
what does structure look like for me? And what is the fun, flowy play creation that gets to fill that structure? So mm, what a beautiful deck. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, I love that. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. Make sure you write to Adrian and myself and let us know what emerged for you. Check out the show notes for all the ways to connect with Adrian. Thank you for all of your beautiful work that you are pouring out into the world. I can't wait to check it out myself. And I'm sure I'll have you back on the show sooner than later. Much love, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.